you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. I'm your guide, Bernice Bisson. I have been a professional psychic, medium, and astrologer for 30 years, and I have read for thousands of people all over the world. Many of those readings have been recorded by my clients. In this podcast, I invite clients back to share their recordings. As we flash back, we get to listen in on some of the original predictions and, in their own words, share some heartwarming stories, a few inspiring outcomes, and some unbelievable accuracies. I invite you to join us for a new journey each episode and come experience a little soul medicine for yourself. This episode, we hear from Jennifer, a community nurse. She has the heart and soul of an ancient medicine woman. She's extraordinarily psychic and a natural counselor herself. And when we sat for this last reading, we really connected with a small chakra exercise at the beginning of our session. She selected objects from my medicine bundle and organized them, and what came up for her and several predictions made in this session were profound for her. What really connected was the message from her grandfather. That is what she needed to hear. And we get to hear all about these amazing messages right after this. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Something in the air, something in the air. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast with your guide, Bernice Besson. Welcome back. And here today we have Jennifer. Jennifer has a great story to tell from one of our recent readings from last year, correct? Yes. yes. Well, welcome and thank you, Jennifer. So, Jennifer, tell me a bit about yourself. You live in Winnipeg. I do live in Winnipeg, yes. And you work in the community. I do work in a community. Serving community. Serving community. Oh, look at you. Yes. I love it. I love it. Winnipeg is unique, in my experience, for many cities. We have a huge capacity for humanitarian efforts. And I've seen it time and time again in this city. 
I mean, even the United Way, they raise a ton of money in a short period of time. I know. You know, I and we all like a deal here, so we don't, <laughs> we don't want to spend too much money. You know, I always find the capacity, and so many people do volunteer work, and I've noted that quite a bit, and I think even studies in that. And how did you come across me as a psychic? I came across you from a colleague that I used to work with several years back. But I had been well into the next world, I guess you call it, for several other mediums. And I had several other readings prior to this. And my friend Michelle and I were just talking one day and she says, well, you have to go see Bernice. You just have to go see Bernice. So I'm like, well, yes, I have to go see Bernice then. (laughs) So you were well seasoned. You were seasoned. uh, seasoned. So you're probably a little psychic yourself. I find people who are well seasoned and try different languages of energy and whether it's Reiki or medium or clairvoyance or... You do learn a lot. You You learn a lot. You learn a lot how to... Read the signs, read the symbols, read the universe, you know, yes. Yeah, and you pay attention? I pay attention. Now, I never was paying attention, but, you know, up until about, you know, 35, 40, I was not paying attention at all. But when I got curious and started exploring this, what is this? And it was all thanks to a TV show on... What show? Long Island Medium, of course. Oh, yeah, I love her. I love her energy. she was the biggest joke at work, like... And people made fun of her like crazy. And I'm like, who is this lady? So I had to watch it. And I was just like all in. I'm like, my goodness, this is so cool. I have to know more. And that's where it all started. Well, you know, it's easy to make fun sometimes, right? I know. And I know. It, it they, hurts our feelings. <laughs> I know, but... It hurts our feelings. Yeah, like, there's nothing to be made fun of. This is big. This is a big deal. And you're very gifted yourself. I mean, let's just explore that for a second. In tarot cards, let's say, the high priestess, the story of the high priestess is that you're a community healer. You work organizing, coordinating, helping, serving the community, and you would be extraordinarily empathic and and you would feel or be able to identify people's needs right away. And so you have your own gifts going on. And I on. didn't even know it was part of my life path. I had my numbers done just recently and found out that I had two master numbers, which is very unique, apparently. And I'm supposed to be teaching, but I've been teaching my entire That's life. Okay. It's just been coming naturally and pushed, like a, this push to teach. So obviously my path was chosen for me. <laughs> your soul I, chose this path yes, coming here. exactly. And I'm comfortable in it, and I do it. I love and, it, and you're yeah. just being authentically you. I love it. That's awesome. Because that's really the whole point. Yeah, it's the whole point. So let's go back to our last reading. And we talked a lot about chakras right from the beginning. So when people come and see me, I read all kinds of things. I read palms and cards and tea leaves and crystals. Sometimes I'll have you pick objects. Other times I have you count backwards. Sometimes we'll just get right into it. Sometimes I've written down messages and just start messaging. So we started with some chakra talk. In that chakra talk, we talked a bit about, because sometimes I start messaging, we bring things up. Mm -hmm. And so your heart chakra awakened and you had just uprooted your marriage. Mm -hmm. Let's start from there. Mm -hmm. Let's go to your heart chakra, how you feels about stuff. Ooh, that's not fun. Awakening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess people have shown you who they are. Yeah. Your heart already knows that. So we're going to, that's okay. Clarity's there. We're going to look at there. You're motivated by getting your juju back, your passions, your self, your, who you are. You said, you know, it was just like complete awakening. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of what happened in my life. Just probably 
maybe a year prior, and I was struggling with making a decision of having to end something that I knew wasn't good for me. So when you said awakened, I'm like, that would be the perfect way to describe it. My brain just kind of awakened <laughs> to the fact that I was in a in a relationship that wasn't good for me. Nothing wrong with it. We just weren't right for each other. Yeah. And it took me a year to figure out, okay, so now how do I let them down easy, right? You know, without having to break hearts and ruin oh, the kids' lives. Sometimes and- that's the hardest relationships <laughs> to end is the ones where, you know, they're not... It's easy to end relationships with people who are crappy, but when they're good people, right? It's hard yeah. to it's hard to do that. Are you a counselor now? I'm a nurse, so I do a lot of counseling as a nurse, but I'm also in training as a therapist. A nurse oh, therapist. Well, I guess you yes. would, yeah, there would be tons of that. Yeah. Tons of that going on. And so you were able to maybe even draw on your own experiences. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why I do it. Because yeah. I always use my own life as a teaching tool because it's I think the best one out there, you know. It's easier to learn from someone who's been through it than from a practitioner who has no idea what it feels like. So that's why it's so important. That whole uprising, that whole uprooting, that whole sort of turnaround, though, is also a time where you started to really discover and look at the journey of your whole medicine woman self, not just as the nurse, but as a very spiritual gifted. Yes. Energy healer. Yeah. I never really put two and two together, but for years like probably two decades people have said oh it's just it feels so good to talk to you people just come to talk to me about random anything you know just because even though I don't have a whole lot of experience in it they get some kind of benefit to talking to me for some reason some kind of energy release or calming or something always like oh you're a very calming person to talk to you are now you've had a few readings with me this was my third or third, fourth. Third, fourth. Yeah. Okay. So in this one, there was some news, I guess, expecting from Alberta. Mm-hmm. And this was a previous reading. Mm-hmm. You said and, you get news from Alberta. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is that? And it was about a boy. Shortly after that reading, my cousin from Alberta had conceived a child. And it was probably 10 years after her first child. And mm-hmm. I, we didn't know she was having difficulties with conceiving and apparently that had come up with talking about the birth of this or the conception of this baby but she did after 10 years finally conceived a baby boy and that was the news from Alberta that we received and you even had talked about someone related to this news having pardon me struggled with long-term infertility and I didn't know who that was at the time but it turned out to be my cousin turned out to be your cousin from Alberta or the news coming from there and that baby was just born a few months ago ah yeah glorious yes a baby boy oh baby boy from Alberta Mm -hmm. well that's beautiful it was and you know I feel like sometimes spirit just wants us to have that signpost Mm -hmm. to know that they're right there and that everything's okay and that it'll turn out as it should We also talked about the man who died was your grandpa. Mm -hmm. And we talked a bit about him. Do you want to elaborate a bit on that? The interesting thing about him in particular is he's the only one I've ever really wanted to connect with. If I were to pick a past family member. And none of the people I've ever spoken to, even though they're very gifted uh, mediums and psychics, have never connected with him specifically. You were the first one. You knew something about me having seen him in the hospital when he was really unwell. And um, 
you said something about him being puffy. And at the time I was working as a nurse at that hospital and I had come down and you said in, in the reading that you went to see him. And I actually did that night he took the turn. I saw him. I came down from my night shift just in the morning to say good night or good morning to him. Good night for me. And uh, he had taken the turn that night and he was looking very puffy. And that was the last anybody had spoken to him. And so you had made mention that I had stopped in to visit him that morning. There's a man who died who um, really believes in you. Like, um, I see a man who was really sick when he died. You um, didn't look like he looked bloated or he looked puffy. Um, he was in a hospital. I mean, you've seen him there. And that... Uh, he wasn't well, he said, I'm still in his stomach. But he seems to show up with you pretty strongly, and he just thinks, he's like, you're, like, you're the best, kid, or like, <laughs> like a punch in the arm, like, way to go, kid. <laughs> I don't know, something about that. Maybe but grandpa. He loves you very much. So that was very validating for me that he knew that I was there. Aww. Yeah. And they so, do, and they do know. Yeah, they, and they do, do know. know. And I knew that, and I'd always known that, but it just, it gives you a really different spin on it, you know, when you hear that, that he was there. Like, he knew you were there, you And know? even when we think they're unresponsive, and even when we think that they can't hear us, they can hear you. Spirit hears what you think now. My experience with people who are about to pass, mm-hmm. or say even people with alzheimer's or dementia they people think they don't understand or they're unconscious no they understand their mm-hmm. their soul can hear you yeah their soul can hear you 100%. uh and they know you're present or not present or the like but even if you're not present they're not worried about that they can connect with you anywhere mm-hmm. and that's and you the, knew the very specifics about that morning like that no one really would ever know you had said I, I'd come down after a shift, an actual shift. And yeah, I did. I came down after a shift in the morning and saw him in exactly the way you had described him and not the way I would normally see my grandmother. He yeah. was looking not good at all and not responsive and puffy and something had happened. And that's exactly how you had mentioned it. And how would you know that? Right. And he was clearly <laughs> because somebody he was telling you. You know, he probably didn't ever want to be cooped up in hospitals or or personal care homes because he sounds like a very strong-willed person. Yeah, and he went on his own terms, and it was perfect. Uh, Mm -hmm. Oh, God bless, for sure. Oh, that's beautiful. Now, we went further down into that reading. We also talked about your mother-in-law, and she had just become palliative, Mm -hmm. and she hadn't been doing very well. You want to talk a bit about that? You thought it was... um my grandma at first and mm-hmm. I'm like no my both of my grandmas are in spirit and but I did have a mother-in-law who was of grandmother age so mm-hmm. we did figure out that that was indeed her mm-hmm. she had been struggling with her health I'd heard about that several times from in different readings that but this was the first reading that she had actually gone into palliative care oh, there's a lady who's alive but it's not well I'm supposed to talk about oh yes I have a mother-in-law She's older? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would make sense because I'm like, no, there's a little old girl. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Your kid's grandma. Mm-hmm. 
that makes a sense. Uh, <clears throat> hospital, because your mother-in-law is not getting better. You know, that was kind of a transitioning to the end, so. And so yeah. at that time, and your life was imploding, and yeah. this was your, now, this is, was becoming your ex-mother-in-law. Yes. At the time, yes. and your life was kind of imploding in mm-hmm. that uh, she, her care and her health, sometimes it's just, they want you to see these things, because although she's not your mama bear, I feel like it, it's a time frame important to know that, she was kind of like my mama there. Yeah, that she's in good she's yeah. in good hands. Yeah. You know, she's in good hands. It's funny because in my own mind right now as we're talking about this, I feel like I'm just supposed to tell you that she doesn't blame you for imploding the marriage. She understood. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like she probably saw that already and that there's no blame there. I don't get that impression about her. The end of our marriage ended up being the most perfect thing. Like my ex-husband and I are better friends than we've ever been. And he's in an amazing relationship with the exact person he's supposed to be with, who I told him was coming because I knew she was coming. Because she's a psychic. (laughs) (laughs) And he, part of my French, bitched and complained about it. He's like, no, I'm going to be lonely and old and single forever. I'm like, no, she's coming. And when you know it, six months later, he's like, he met the female version of him. And it was so funny. So saying that, they also would have known that I was not the yeah, right person you were for their right, son, and that's okay. And I knew that, too. I think and she's, okay. like, okay with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're her friend. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. her friend. And I feel like that was always something that she, like, saw you as. We'll always be close. Regardless. Aww. Yeah. That's so beautiful. <laughs> it is. Yeah, so beautiful. Good relationship. There was something kind of weird and random in your reading as well. And I want to go back to, and it was something about... The cat. Oh, yeah. The sick cat. Mm -hmm. The sick cat did come up. Do you have some four-legged, like, cats Mm -hmm. or something? Cat and dog, yeah. Cat and dog. Your cat has a health issue. Oh. How old's your cat? Mm, Middle-aged, I guess. Just watch your cat. Okay. Um, health issue. Um, mm, like, comes up suddenly. Mm. With the cat. Yeah, and so the partner of one of your stepchildren mm-hmm. brought it home to be nursed back to health. Mm-hmm. I swear animals <laughs> pick us. Yeah. They do. They pick us. And when I tell people, there's this cat coming, they're like, I'm not getting no cat. I want no cat. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I think. The cat was supposed to die. Yeah. It didn't. Oh, I love <laughs> and it. And it's well, and it's running rampant around my ex husband's house. Yeah, and yeah. it's in good hands. Oh, and yeah. I feel like. I think spirit sends us spirit guides and our spirit guides sometimes show up as four-legged, sometimes mm-hmm. slithery or if you have a lizard or a snake or a fish, mm-hmm. they show up who all have souls, by the way. Mm-hmm. They all show up as our spirit guides to help us through, to teach us compassion, to teach us patience, to help us remember we're loved, you know, mm-hmm. and that we're capable of so many kind things. I think I so. I feel like that cat was just a message from spirit and the fact that it was nursed back to health. Mm-hmm. I mean, you took care of an angel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's good karma. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> right. With kitty cat heaven. Kitty cat heaven. Kitty cat heaven. But I do think there there are spirit guides and they, they come in forms of living and are deceased animals. Absolutely. And so that one seemed pretty important, that little cat. Yeah. 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 That was the one thing I'm like, 
I don't see my cat getting sick. Uh-huh. You know, and then when this sick cat came in, I'm like, oh my God. There's the cat. <laughs> There's the cat. Oh. Okay. So we also talked about maybe some travel. There was your brother and something about a oh, trip. This was so good. This was like the chills moment. Yeah. Okay. I picked up my reading. Because you actually picked the, the month that they were arriving. And I didn't, we didn't expect them to come visit, especially with the pandemic coming um, and still happening. And I thought they for sure will not come. But my brother lives in Sweden with his wife and kids. They usually came every year, but since the pandemic hit, they weren't allowed to come and then weren't comfortable coming. And I had the reading with you. They said there's, your brother is going to come for a visit in June. Do you have a sister? No, I have a brother. Has he got a wife? Yes sister-in-law because um people so there's you this is a woman married into the family mm-hmm. or in your family do you get along with her for the most yeah. part yeah oh, she's yeah. overseas so we really oh don't perfect to okay because like, you'll be seeing chat. you'll be seeing them oh, okay but you'll be seeing your is that your brother and his wife mm-hmm. yeah you'll be seeing them and they have children mm-hmm. yeah the whole family so i think they're coming here as a mm-hmm. They often do. Oh, okay. We haven't seen them in a while for the pandemic. Oh, yeah. So it plans and you'll know June. And then my mom, I think two or three weeks later, said, your brother's coming in June. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, really? (laughs) I kind of knew that already, Mom. So I'm so excited to see my niece and nephew and my brother and his wife. It's It's been several years, yeah. So beautiful. I'm so happy about that. Just means we can all start going places, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. All start going places. Now, other travel, and you went on an impromptu trip, did you not? I did. And what was that about? Well, not something I would have ever done, but I just randomly just had vacation, and thanks to the pandemic, thought I wasn't going anywhere, and just said, heck, I'm going somewhere. So I got on a plane and went to Mexico. There you go. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. If someone kind of put the idea in my head which is I think how spirit likely works you know yeah yeah and said yeah you need a break and you're going on this trip and I would have never thought to plan a trip to Mexico by myself of all things yeah. you know I think you are going to have a trip um, that would take you to the Caribbean Jamaica Cuba something like that and yeah, I went, and it was great. You had a great trip? Great trip. Um, was it not busy where you could have enjoyed it? Like, you know how I've been to tourist places, and they look so great in the picture, but then you get there, and there's like 10 million people in the no, pool. it was amazing. I love it. I love it when it's like empty yeah. venues. Are, it was I, amazing. Yeah. I was staying pretty far away from most people, because okay. I wanted to get back into Canada, obviously. I yeah. didn't want to catch yeah, COVID. Yeah. But uh, it was quiet. The beach was minimally packed. It was... The best, I think, best vacation I've ever had. Yeah. And all my, my guidance that I've had recently from previous readings have all been saying, oh, you need to have more fun. You need to go and, you know, just relax and do some things for you. So this was my do something for me. Well, yeah, so. you just came out of two years of pandemic mm-hmm. with lack of healthcare resources in a province that, you know, 
has had its struggles. I mean, we were leading somewhere in the world. Yeah. <laughs> we only have a million people here. I know. <laughs> like, right? And so, yeah. okay. So Lots of things happened in those two years, never mind the pandemic. Oh, but <laughs> never mind. Yeah, the pandemic was only the start of it. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so you had the uh, ability to get away, which rightfully deserved. And so that sounds great. Back to your grandpa, though. And we talked a bit more about some nostalgia stuff. The trains came up. Yeah. Can I ask you something? Do you uh-huh. know something about trains? Yes. People, trains play a significant part in our life. Yes. Like working on them? Yeah, my grandpa was. Yeah, on. yeah, him. Oh, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Your son, you'll say, I just feel like mm-hmm. maybe trains. Maybe he's an engineer. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> but just, I just feel like. Um, very nostalgic with that whole piece around the trains. It's quite good. Yeah. And just there, I love it. I think that um, that man is quite protective. He is always talking about the trains, and it plays a significant part in our life because his house was actually built on the railroad tracks for him back in the day to just get on the train. The train would just pick him up from work, and now yeah. I am in that house with I had taken that over the house for him when he got too old to take care of it. So I am in that house listening to that train that comes by several times a day. And it's just, it's part of our fabric of our family. And, you know, he followed the railroad to several towns in Manitoba related to trains. And so a lot of train history, train history. Yeah, I think I have a past life connection with trains. I've never really... Um, really even traveled, like in Europe, I've traveled on trains, but when I was a little kid, I've been mesmerized by train sets, mm-hmm. like the miniatures. Yeah. And when I was 16, I had built this wicked train set with like the whole scenery on a big piece of plywood. And I've always been mesmerized by trains. It's funny. And I just, oh, yeah. yeah. And so your grandpa was one of the, he one of the old guys on the trains. I love it. I love the nostalgia yeah, of trains. I love the train stations. I can't and seem to leave this house, even though I know I'm told I should, but I'm still stuck. Nah, you're still in his house. I'm still in his yeah, house. Yeah, he wants you in his house. Yeah. And do you have train memorabilia or train anything with trains in your house now? Oh, you should put something in there I for him. I think there is. There's stuff downstairs uh, that I still have. Wait, 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 wait. Hold the bus. Okay. You still have boxes of your grandpa's stuff in oh, your basement? Yeah. Oh, girl, that, that was tons of energy there. I know. Tons of energy yeah. there. I almost feel like if you pull out some train nostalgia and put it in your house, he'll be sitting there in a recliner with his feet up. Okay? That's exactly the way he was. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be sitting there in a recliner. Well, I'll his, go through that stuff. Yeah, with his feet up. And I just feel like, just put a, a little mem- mem- train mementos up. Okay? I think we should. You're right. Yeah, I, I think, should. I feel yeah. like that's like a little honoring to him. Mm-hmm. And then there he'll sit and put his feet up in the recliner. And I feel like that feels pretty good for him Yeah, in that house. Yeah. And so that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like crazy stuff comes up in reads. And I know. sometimes people think it doesn't mean anything or that it's just like this offhanded comment. And it, it turns out to be the thing that we were supposed to talk exactly. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't always know. Yeah. Now, I'm going to just redirect us a little bit because... Your health came up. Yeah. You've got a procedure in your stomach. Scope? Something not recently. Okay, so you've got a procedure coming with your stomach. I think you're going to know 
between April of 22 and May of 23, and it seems to be in your digestive tract, so that's mm -hmm. all just, uh, just checking, like mm -hmm. looking, looking. Yeah. Like, is there some food you can't eat? Mm, no, no. Probably food, foods I shouldn't eat, but I do. It's <laughs> a different question. Yeah. Anyway, just uh, that's it. Just watch, otherwise you're in good stead. Um, you're going to lose like 28 pounds. Do you start this? Do I start this? Did you, did you start Well, I've, I've been working at trying to be healthier, yes. It's okay. It, well, well, it takes time. I actually feel like something happens this summer very particularly. And you seem to, you'll lose 28 pounds easily and then you take off 40. But 28 starts even this coming summer. You're taking care of your health, correct? Yeah. yeah. And so you have scopes and stuff? I do, actually, next week. Yeah, that's <laughs> yep. good. And mm -hmm. you're working on it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So we talked about your work a little bit. You did get a new boss. Mm-hmm. And they, you, they Just started? Just within the last couple months. This and was after you had said I was going to get a new boss. Yeah. Well, we were sitting in limbo expecting a new boss, but okay. she didn't come. Your work in the Regional Health Authority, I think it's great. You might have a new director coming in, or you'll be a good coordinator. That's I don't blow that up. I feel like that's great. And you like her vision? Yeah. Yeah, good, 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 good. Is it hard to have a vision where you work? Can I ask what the vision is of your work? Not your personal vision, but what's the collective vision of where you work? It's community-focused care in reaching those who do not have access to health care. And is that happening? Um, well, pandemically, no, no, it hasn't been. And is, and she, there to, is right? she there to make that happen? I think so. Perfect. I think she's going to be great. Perfect, because I think you're going to like the vision. Yeah. And if that's the vision, I think you're going to like it. Yeah, okay? I'm glad we're getting back into it. You know what was really brilliant about this this lockdown time, mm -hmm. in a sense, mm -hmm. is that all our distractions were removed. And so we see systems, people, ourselves, things that weren't working right, weren't going right anyway, mm -hmm. and big shifts. And the other thing is that it values labor now, and so yay for labor, unions, yay you for... Know for people and their staff. I think COVID had to happen because there has been a lot of learning and growth that has come from this. Like it's, I know no one else is thinking about it, but that's some yeah. of the stuff that I'm always thinking about. Cause like you said, with my head chakra, it's always moving, yeah. always going. Yeah. This is the stuff. And people look at me like I'm, you know, smoking something when I say yeah. pandemic's probably the best thing that ever happened. Well, it was. In a lot like, of ways it was, it broke down some old systems that were no we longer. We had to change. Yeah. I always say if you looked at how Canada is going through its truth and reconciliation, that's like the pandemic. It was that whole piece around Canada being accountable to people. And I feel like that now that's that's this whole shift. We haven't been able to be. Yeah, and now we are. Truth's coming are, up. Got to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> so got to do it. And But that's when the healing happens. That's right. And this is the shift. It's about healing our economy, healing our environment. Yeah healing people and that's oh, yeah. uh, our young people millennials and younger are really carrying this forward and so it's some exciting times was so very ill 
from all this past trauma. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it needed to come out for yeah. them to get well. And that's what we do. In astrology, as we enter into what I call the Aquarian economy, it's the end of colonization as we know, as we knew it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, let's sing a song. End of colonization. <laughs> let's sing that. Uh, and even, even beating up capitalization because Aquarians don't value either of those. They are altruistic mm -hmm. and logical mm -hmm. and people-oriented, community-oriented or altruistic-oriented. Mm -hmm. And the greater good, the greater science is the greater being. Mm -hmm. And so we're heading in that direction. And I'm like, thank goodness. I'm so excited for like our younger exciting. generations, what they're going to come up with. Because it's just been... Oh, yeah. yeah. And so we, we have... had so much growth. Now, we also talked a little bit about... You got a new boss, but did you move around? I had been, yes. I had moved. Well, that, that was thanks to the pandemic that I was bouncing around so much. But it was just what was needed at the time. But you had known about that. Yeah. I, I'm very versatile. Moving around was not a problem for me. Yeah. You know, I go where I need, I'm needed sort of thing. You're like the gypsy counseling oh, nurse. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> gypsy counseling nurse, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I think I had five jobs in the last two years, but... Uh, well, I, I I think I hear that story from a lot of nurses. None of them I went divine. They yeah, no, they, me, yeah. You know? there's um, real movement in that. And that's that, again, that Aquarian economy. And so you're just, I do think that your counseling role will become so much bigger. And I feel like that's really directing, coordinating counseling. Yeah. Very, very gifted that so. way. That so. seems to be my my vision, my life path, my thing that gives me my what is that word I'm looking for? You know what I mean. Yeah, that My sense of purpose, purpose and direction. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. the care of. Well, thank you. And thank you for sharing with us. Do you want to add anything else? No, I, I think we did. covered it all. Uh, I think we did pretty well. <laughs> well, thank you for choosing me as your psychic. Um, and we will definitely chat again one day. Will. Well, thank you to Jennifer for sharing her experience with us. And thank you for listening to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found nuggets of wisdom and magic, please leave us some stars in a review or share it with someone you think would enjoy it. If you're a previous client and would like to share your story on the show, please contact us through our website. And until next time, stay safe, stay well. So many years has gone by, but I think about you, about you all the time. Thanks for joining us. For social media links and to book an appointment with Bernice, visit BerniceBissonPsychic.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Remember, spirit has your greatest good at heart, your soul is light, and you are valued. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at ivisonvoice.com slash podcast.